What's up guys, it's Brian here from Full Body Athletics, but most importantly, Upgrade Mentality. And today, we're here another episode with my good friend here, Julian Neri. Julian, welcome to the podcast. Let me just, before starting, let me start with a beautiful intro because this guy deserves an intro, okay? <laughs> I'm here today with Julian Neri, a local social influencer TikToker whose account, Culinary, is followed by around 38,000 people and whose pasta dishes leave people in awe. Today, we'll talk about the importance of opening a second business and how to never let go of your dreams. Julian Neri, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Now, before we start... Oh, my God. Okay. Listen, I I came prepared. I came prepared. I came prepared. So, I grew up uh, like in my little Italian family, and they told me that every time you go to somebody's house, never come empty-handed. I love this. So, I love this. I love this. I brought you some goodies. Uh, hopefully you like spice. So I got you some spicy peppers. This is from my garden. So pepperoncini. It's not going to be super spicy, but enough to put two gallops on your eggs because, you know, you need the, the, the protein, you know, or your chicken or whatever, or some pasta. Okay. And, and, and I got you some, Man. my fresh tomato sauce. tomato sauce straight from the jardin. And uh, listen, I hope you like it. If you need me to uh, show you how to cook it or whatever, it's, it's all for you. And uh, yeah, so thank you for having me. So I don't want to be your empty hands. Jesus, so. thank you so much, love. Julian. Guys, uh, obviously, if you guys are listening to this podcast, you just gave me two beautiful bottles. I can't wait to taste them because they just look so I can't amazing. Wait to see you cook. And it's the it's the old school, you know, the old school Mason bottles, which I really, really love. You yeah. Know? If it's yeah. not old school, I don't want it. Okay. <laughs> uh, Julian, we've been speaking a long, long time because uh, Julian, actually, I do business with Julian uh, for different reasons. But I go to a store and. Um, Every time I would go, he would tell me, hey, you know, I have a, I have a TikTok. Go follow me on TikTok and whatnot. And uh, I fell on top of his TikTok, which was, is called Culinary. Yeah. Right? And the first time I fell on top of it, I started looking at the videos. Like, wow, this is amazing content. Then I started looking at the views, how, the amount of likes. And I was like, wow, this guy is really killing it. Because I get people all the time tell me, yeah, I'm going to follow me on TikTok. Go follow me. And they have like 20 followers <laughs> or whatnot. And it's not about the followers, by the way, guys. I'm not here to discriminate people that don't have a big following. It's more of the content quality. Yeah. And then when I fell on top of your TikTok, and I was like, wow, what's really cool about seeing you on TikTok is that you're exactly that same person on the camera that you are in person, which is really, really cool. And you are a super downward person. You are a very expressive person, and it's shown throughout your food. So Gee, that's that really- so smiley, man. You need so many compliments. <laughs> so, Julian, uh, before we get going, first question of the day. Talk, me about, talk to me about yourself. Where are you from? What is your background? For the people. So, uh, I'm 35. I grew up in an Italian household. I'm Italian by background. I'm born here. Uh, from the, where in Italy, if you want to know, I'm uh, both parents from Sicily. Oh, wow. Siciliano. Uh, Siciliano. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, anyway, so. I better watch the way I talk today, huh? <laughs> yeah, listen, I brought some cement blocks over here. No, anyways. So, uh, I grew up in the kitchen, but observing at a young age. Uh, I used to watch my grandmother cook, my mom and her at such a young age, she was cooking for her brothers, her sister, but everybody had a feel in the kitchen. Uh, so I like, 
I fell in love with it. But what I liked about my family was there was no recipes. Basically, only in 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 baking for sure, because you got to follow mm. a recipe. But like home cooking and just it, the food was just bringing us all together. Some simple things like just putting up a temple and the and like right before winter, and we'd all gather around just to help. I would be there pretending to help, but I knew I was there for like the the food while yeah. while, while helping while we're and just watch my uncles and my uh, like everybody outside and the, uh, my mom, my grandmother in, in the back. Uh, in the kitchen cooking so that was how i grew up uh very family oriented uh yeah that that's basically it and just for the love of food uh in uh in an italian household but not i don't want to emphasize italian household you know uh european style european style yeah yeah, yeah like yeah. that like that nice. always around food and bringing people together so food. both parents uh were they born in sicily or they're born no, here uh they're born here okay. uh grandparents came uh, i'm not sure the age but they came and funny enough my parents lived Uh, like a couple of streets from each other Shit. and then they just uh, you know back in the day it was very easy it wasn't here that you had to swipe right or you had to follow someone on Instagram yeah, or yeah, yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. it wasn't like that yeah. so you know very old school and uh, but that's our that's our thing also like with my parents it's very like we're old school but with like a new school mentality so that's what I try and bring to the table like when yeah. I cook and whatever yeah yeah it's important you know I think like for sure like in today's era especially with like you know everybody's all over the place I think it's important to have a bit of that traditional that's my opinion by the way huh? my opinion does not mean it's the opinion of the podcast <laughs> nor Julian's opinion but the opinion of you know having a bit more tradition in there you know family values you know respect yeah. and things like that um, so We brought you here because you want to talk about food. How did you start cooking and trying different recipes? How did it start? So uh, I really, the way I started, I remember, I know I make a lot of pasta dishes, but uh, believe it or not, my first dish I ever made alone uh, wasn't pasta. It okay. was an egg. All right. I, fr I fried an egg. Like most people, I think, yeah, right? Yeah, most so I, I like think that. I was about 12, 13 years old, and it was like at that age when you just really wanted to be a teenager and like your parents would always drag you to places on week okay you gotta come shopping with us you gotta this you gotta that we gotta so I'm like you know what today I want to stay home so I tried and I asked and I said can I stay home I saw them look at each other and they're like oh my god is he ready for this is he really like that teenager that he wants to stay home and you know believe it or not I didn't stay home and watch movies and like you know just do like regular kid stuff I saw that they were gone and the first thing I saw was the stove and I'm like ah oh, I want to try I want to I want to like uh, maybe cook something what could I do Crazy. so back there in the mornings I used to always like to I have eggs and uh, so I said you know what my mom used to make an amazing egg but I can make it myself too the only thing is is that in an Italian household my parents are very clean and don't make a mess there's crumbs like my mom she's like that clean police so she'll find yeah. it right away so I'm like first thing is that I gotta know how to clean up the mess because I knew I was gonna make one so anyways I, I got into it I made my first egg I got the toast everything came out so good I cleaned up and I'm telling you the scariest part was that hour later that my parents were home Because it got too quiet, and I'm like, ah, oh, my mom's supposed to be observing the kitchen, or I don't know what she's doing. And she'd be like, uh, she called me up, she'd say, hey, Julian, did you uh, do anything in the kitchen? And I'd be like, no, no, I, nothing. Are you sure? Uh, and she asked me three times. So in my household, it was, when they ask you that three times, it's because they know the answer, yeah. so they want you to say the answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I kept saying, no, no, no. And by the third time, she's like, listen, uh, what are these crumbs? I'm like, oh my God, I missed the crumbs from the toast. And But anyways, I told her finally that I listened that. So she's like, okay, listen, if that's what you want to do, she started me off slowly, slowly, helping her in the kitchen. Uh, when I used to go to my grandparents or... Uh, like cut, uh, cut, cut some little things and, you know, always with the supervision. 
And it started from there. And then after I remember when I started working and I was still living with my parents, I used to have Mondays off. So I would tell them that on Mondays, you guys go to work or whatever. When you come home, supper will be made. So I would make supper on Monday. Not at 13, obviously, but like when I used to work, when I finally got old enough. And uh, yeah, I just loved that old tradition. And it would be like, I'd be in charge of that Monday that I would make the supper. That's so that's how it all started. And, uh, yeah, and then from there on, it went to uh, love of the kitchen. Wow, that's crazy how you took it upon yourself to say like, okay, mom, dad, Mondays, saying that I'm off, I'm going to cook for you yeah. guys. You took that incentive, you know? Yeah. I think a lot of times people like things, but they don't want to take it upon themselves in order to kind of, you know, do it themselves or at least like take the time to do it, you know? It's like everybody can like anything, but at the end of the day, if you're not pushing forward, you're not trying to do the thing that you like, you're not going to progress. Like exactly. I can like guitar, but if I don't practice guitar, if I don't take an hour off my week or every day or whatever it is, I'm never going to become a better guitar player. There you go. So that's like a nice lesson of like, you know, of growth. Perfect. Okay. So I mentioned before this guy, I know he doesn't want to say it, but I'll say it. Fuck this guy. (laughs) I'll say it. He's a famous, okay, famous TikToker. He's about 38,000 people, which is pretty astonishing, right? Because there's a lot of people on TikTok, a lot of people on Instagram. 38,000 is nothing to to, to make fun of, right? (laughs) How did you start on TikTok? Where did this project start? Uh, listen, I think I have to hand it to my sister. <laughs> it's okay. so funny. Uh, yeah, you just really turn all red. I'm as red as your sign right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so my sister was, because I started more on Instagram and she's like, you know, you should post these videos on TikTok. They might like catch up. They might like, they might blow up even more. Sure. I'm like, really? I'm like, I don't know, TikTok. I'm not in the, I'm not on that thing. I'm not on that vibe. And I remember my, I made a couple of videos, but I did one video and it was literally cheese in a pan. I put a grilled cheese on top of it. And then I just lifted it up and the cheese was oozing. I said, you know, whatever. Let me just post it on TikTok. I posted it. And I'll never forget. It was like literally before, like right, right at the pandemic. Because that's when it all started. When right, I got right, started right. doing all the cooking. I started thinking a bit more serious. And I had to change my winter tires. I had to put on my winter tires. I, uh, I post a video. I leave, um, I, I refresh the, the page, I'm waiting for my tires, and I see 1,000 views. I'm like, okay, oh, whatever, you know, yeah, 1,000 yeah, yeah, views, yeah. that's cool. <laughs> Next thing you know, I finish the tires, I come home, I go, let me open it again, and I see 70,000 views. And I'm like, what? Yeah. So then I just stopped looking at it, and then my sister, she texts me, it's like right after supper, she's like, Okay, relax. Uh, you're TikTok famous now. I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, you haven't seen your, your post. I'm like, no. And she, I go look, 150,000 views. Wow. And I'm like, I didn't understand. And it was just going up faster and faster. Finally, that video now has like uh, almost 500,000 views from when I first posted it. So I was like, like 400 and something. I'm like, oh That's my God. I'm like, okay, insane. so there's something here, the TikTok, the algorithm or whatever. And so I started taking it just a bit more serious. So, but the thing is that I don't have TikTok content and I don't have Instagram content. I literally, I'm more, I'm more on my Instagram and whatever I have there, I'll also post it on uh, TikTok. Right. But it'll get more views on the TikTok than on uh, Instagram. So like, I don't know, like I haven't been studying like that algorithm. The only thing that I study is more of like uh, what time to post, right. when it's good, find your niche. So what's a good hashtag? Not too much hashtag. So that's how it happened. And then I said, okay, you know what? Let me start getting into that TikTok life a bit more. Take it a bit more seriously. But I'm also more on the Instagram than TikTok. But I get more views on the TikTok. So... It's uh, that's how it all started. That's how my uh, that's amazing. When you went 
so after that first dish, the following dishes that came afterwards, was it the same type of response? Because sometimes people in business or just like, because this podcast is called Upgrade Mentality, right? We want to know what the hell went through your mind in the process in order to get to where you got, right? Uh, the second video, third video, was it the same response? Was it slower? How was it? So it was faster, I think because I found a niche Right. And I start a lot of my, let's say, like my For You pages, a lot of like pasta dishes, a lot of cooking. So I, tried, I started like examining their hashtags. So I saw what they were hashtagging and uh, when they would post or whatever. So I said, you know what, let me just figure something. I'll figure an algorithm that works for me. And it started, like, it went fast. Like, I was like, oh my God, like faster than Instagram. And I said, uh, okay. So, you know, you always have to put a hashtag or whatever, but... At one point, you'll hit a, you'll hit a part of your like, uh, TikTok that I've noticed that sometimes all you have to just do is post your video and you'll be guaranteed like this many views. Yes, it's like it what is. I've been reading or whatever. I'm still, I feel like I'm still not at that level, but uh, you know, that's how you get, you get that, that, that uh, following mm-hmm. and that constant, uh, the commenting and people favoriting. So you have to think about like, it's not about the views. Yes, it's the views, but you have to see how much of an impact you make on the people enjoying your page so like if they save your video if they comment so it's the the engagement engagement yeah that's what that's the important part like anybody can look at your video or they'll double tap it but if they save it or if they're like oh what what sauce did you use or what what flavor what the what were the spices if you follow me you'll see that i don't i don't post many i don't post the recipe i'm more on that so like i I don't want to like go around and this so I'll focus on the, my niche was the pasta yes cooking but like I found I got more view on pasta and ASMR mm. so a lot of the ASMR was working for me because I during people the people that don't know what yeah. ASMR means what is it so the ASMR is just that uh, the noises that like let's say the chopping of the knife mm. the, the the boiling of the water so I started seeing that during the pandemic when it started that was people were viewing that as the most like that was calming for them so it's like satisfying, you know, satis- pleasing. And like they, they liked the noise. It was calming. So I said, you know what? I guess I found that little bit of a niche. So I kept yeah. doing that. So like a lot of my videos don't have music. They'll just have, uh, I'll have a bit of talking. And then the rest, it's all like cracking the, gar- the garlic, chopping the, 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 the pine nuts if I'm making a, a pesto, the boiling of the water, the salting. And uh, that's what caught on. And listen, I never look back. I try and like, here and there, I'll put a video or I'll do, let's say, like voiceover. But the most calming and my niche was more of the ASMR. But I also tried to change it up because I didn't want people to think that I could only cook pasta. Right. So uh, I like to make a mess in the kitchen. And my, my, my thing is more of like, I want everybody to understand that like, you can do it too. You yeah. know what I mean? You don't have to uh, be a cook or you have to go to school to yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah, uh, yeah. I feel like I found my niche during the pandemic. I got into it. I said, you know what? Let me start making a, me- a mess. Yeah, sometimes I look like I'm pretending what I'm uh, pretending to know what I'm doing. But people relate. Yeah. So they're like, ah, if he can do it, me too. And it's like I try not to go extravagant on on meals. Like, uh, yes, sometimes I'll do something like uh, something complicated, but I like to keep it more like the home cook. You know, sometimes people don't want to spend more than thirty minutes in the right, kitchen. For sure. Right. For sure. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Perfect. Um, so we're talking about like obviously uh, your the cooking uh, with the process and stuff for the TikTok. But what, in your opinion, because there's a lot of cooks on TikTok. Yeah, there's a fucking a shit ton of cooks yeah. on TikTok, right? Yeah. What is your special specialty, and 
what do you think caught on to people? Because obviously, what, what makes you, in other words, what makes you stand out of the crowd? Because you started this, this video, this chain, right? And you started doing your own videos and stuff, and it, it quickly caught on. But in your opinion, from what you've seen, what do you think makes your dishes uh, special? And what, what separates you from the crowd? So what separ separates me is that um, I usually, so me, my saying is cooking by eye. So in Italian, be cooking all'occhio, meaning that I'm not using measurements. Like a lot of my dishes, let's say I set up my tripod or whatever, I didn't make this dish beforehand. So I'm like, I, I, I'm, it's like I, I'm going, okay, I'm going full in, and I'm like, this is what I think, of, what I want in my pasta, and I'll be thinking of, let's say, or my dish, uh, doesn't matter which one, I'm like, these are the flavors that I want, uh, let's make a dish, press play, if it works, it works, if not, then I'll post something else next week. Yeah, exactly. And uh, listen, it's been working for me, so a lot of people tell me, oh, so you practiced it already? And I'll be like, no, I, I said, I, I, this is what I did, and it worked, so I posted it. So that's why sometimes my... Uh, My, my, my recipes are not there. And I feel like I relate because it's a lot of the home cooks or somebody that comes home from work and they only have 30 minutes. Yeah. I try not to make something complicated. I want it to be fast. You know, everybody's a busy lifestyle. So uh, besides meal prepping, it's just like, you know, you come home and you're like, oh man, if you can do it in 30 minutes. Like, I don't want them to think that I had to edit this video for like three days. Like a lot of the times it's, I edit it right after I do it and I post it. Mm. So I just, that's how I want to relate. I want to relate that if he can do it, I can do it. And it's super easy. And I don't like to uh, go on, uh, make crazy extravagant meals. Right. Unless it's an occasion, I mm -hmm. get it. Somebody's coming over, it's your birthday. But it's simple and easy, uh, minimalist and uh, keep, always keeping it simple. That's so it. minimalist and keeping it simple. But you do see that in your videos, right? Because when, when, for example, like a person like me, I consider myself a decent cook. When I look at your videos, You know, even I learned, you know, like using the pasta water and stuff like that. Sometimes it's not over, but you keep it so simple. You make it so beautiful. And I think like you were saying before the ASMR, right? Where you're hearing the sounds and stuff. It makes you relatable and you're like, you know what? This guy's not doing anything crazy. So I can do that too. And yeah. I think that's what differentiates you. Because sometimes I see some cooks on TikTok, man. They start a recipe. They, they, they like 30, 50 ingredients, 30, 50 spices, you know. They're like, easy way of making butter chicken. But there's yeah. like... 60 spices yeah, and like, yeah, you know, know, like it takes two hours to make a, a dish, you know, and he tries to convince you that you can do it in a 30 minute, which is untrue. Yeah, and plus dishes like that, you know, the, the marinade, the, the longer, the better. Yes, you know exactly, what I mean? for sure. So like yeah, if you yeah. want to make butter chicken in like 10 minutes, sometimes it just might not work because exactly. it's got to marinate with all the flavors. Like shawarma, like I saw a video of shawarma, for example, it's good at using an example where he was showing like, the process of how he made like chicken shawarma, right? And he says, he goes, cut the chicken, put Greek yogurt, put these spices, blah, blah, blah put in the fridge for four hours. Like, four hours? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, four hours? I thought it was like, okay, uh, an hour. Four hours, you know, but it makes a massive... Well, Massive. the way you could help that is do that in the morning, do exactly. your day, you come back and you cook it. Like I used to do that, that sauce and toss, like I used to marinate my chicken or a meat or whatever in exactly. a plastic bag, in my Ziploc bag, I put it in the fridge and I come home, it's just, you just got to cook it. But yes, I understand that. But not that, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to relate to that person that, He's going to start their busy day. Are they going to do that in the morning? Yes, exactly. And then they're going to start the day. At least they know that that's ready. It's, it's, it falls into that meal prep thing. Right, right, right. But uh, I, don't, I don't hate it. Like, I'll do that too sometimes. Like, right. I totally, uh, like, I'm for it. You know yeah, what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. But, uh, yeah, and I'm trying, like I said before, I try, like, I want to be relatable, but I also don't want to just be 
pasta. Yeah. You know, I know it's my niche, the throwing of the towel, mm-hmm. the mm, this, that. Yes, you know, it, it hits different, that pasta. Yeah. It's probably one of my favorite foods that I could probably eat every day and not get fed up of. But uh, I just don't want to be, no- I want to show you that I have a little bit of like, you know, I'll make that sandwich, or I'll make that meat, or I just, I try and change it up. But yes, you, in, in, in a social media world, or that you're trying to like uh, make uh, an impact on people, or, like the, or they want to follow that s- specific thing, I know that I get most of the following or most of the engagement with the pasta. So Yeah, for sure. But you know, I, it, even though, even though, yeah, your bit of a niche is more bit pasta, I like the fact that you have that on-off video where you're doing other things and it shows people like, okay, he's not just a pasta chef, exactly. he's also, you can do other things, which is really cool yeah. too. Uh, talking about food, in your opinion, what makes a dish stand out? Uh, just the love you put into it. Okay, you'll know. Explain, you'll, explain. I'll explain it to you. What's, you'll, you'll, you'll know. How do you, okay, how do you, okay, I love what you're saying, <laughs> but how, do you, how would you differentiate a plate, for example, that's made with no love or a plate that's made with love? So if anybody, anybody that's come uh, eaten at my house, uh, listen, if you're a guest. I still get the invite, by the way. Huh? <laughs> listen, if you guys have this podcast, I have no choice but to invite you over. Uh, make some shorties or something. You know? <laughs> uh, so the thing is, is that I'm, I'm a big observer. If you ever come to my house, uh, first of all, I like, even though you're my guest, I won't, I'll always ask you, but, Yo, Brian, you're coming over. Okay, so what do you like? What don't you like? I really want you to have that experience. And let's say you tell me, oh, yeah, yeah I like this. So I'm like, you know what? I've never made this. Maybe I'll, I'll, I'll try it out. If I'm confident, I'll do it. But the thing is that, or you say, listen, if you tell me carte blanche, I'll be like, okay, you have any allergies or whatever? I really, I really go that extra mile. Right. So I, I really, I love the host. So... I really make that extra muscle. When it's time to, get, to eat, you know the food is good, one, when nobody's talking at the table. Mm. And two, the cook, I'm really observing everybody. You know, I ask, you like it? Is it good? Is it missing something? What do you think? Uh, or I'll just, I'll just let you go and I'll just let your, like, uh, your facial expressions like, do the Say talking for yeah, me. Yeah, or, like, yeah, for mm, sure. You know? And uh, I... I, I you're, the guest goes first. I'll always like make you eat first. Like I'll, I'll be eating. Like I'll have my dish too. But I'm I'm really observant. And you you I you just know. And they'll just they'll see it in you. And like, I, or some people they tell me like even when I'm cooking like I have that old school tradition. Uh, I have that the the mannerisms. Uh, uh, I think uh, it shows in your cooking. Uh, so it's always quality and not uh, like quantity. You're always not. I'm not always thinking of like more the more more more. Like oh, okay, I'll just put this or I put that. Like I really take it to heart yeah. so you can see it but uh that that's what makes it different from anybody like that that's what makes that dish um i mean we'll videotape it if you ever come over we'll, yeah, you'll, yeah, you'll yeah, see yeah, you'll yeah, see yeah, you know yeah, yeah, so yeah. It's, it's that the, passion it's that passion i, I think is something you mentioned is the the attention to detail yes the attention to how the person is yes. going to react how the person is going to what's his facial expression uh the call before they arrive you know to, yeah. to, you know but also, you know, just to, 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 to add to what you're saying, I used to work at a, an Italian restaurant called Roberto's, if you probably know it. And, I met uh, my wife there. Yeah. <laughs> and John, funny. the owner, you know, used to be there every Friday and Saturday. And John, Angelo, was a pain in the ass, you know, because he was such a good boss, but he was just always over us. But one thing I used to always like that he used to do, okay, he always told me, Brian, if the glass of water is empty... And the client has to ask you to pour in some water, okay? You failed. You've lost the client. Wow. The client yeah. should never ask you to pour the water. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I remember that attention to details why the restaurant even today is still rolling and still going after 20, 30 years of being there, which most restaurants close after five to 10 years. Yeah. It's because they get attention to detail, to the service, how people are going to react, how they're going to eat. And I try to implicate that in my business today because we are all an accumulation of what we learn throughout our, our life, right? What works, what doesn't work. And that's one thing I try to do in my business with, with my clients at my gym is I try to help people uh, with, uh, you know, I try to, 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 I try to give before they even ask. Exactly. And then the person's like, oh my God, you sent me this? I didn't even ask. Oh my God. Yeah, because you spoke to me about it. Oh my God. Like, you know, like that little thing. They know you detail. care. They know exactly, you care. Exactly. You know, so you used, to, you used to always say that to us. And thing you used to do is, like you just mentioned, you used to go over, ask, hey, how's the new dish? You guys like it? Oh, and then, even to the newest, oldest client, doesn't matter. He would come, ask them, how'd you like the new dish? You like it? Da, da, da. You think it's lacking this? Think it's lacking that? Think you need more of this? So that attention to detail, I yeah, think it makes sense. Totally them. agree. Like when I used to, uh, I used to work in like reception halls and I used to work behind the bar. Uh, it's, it's a memory thing right. also. Like the bartender or what. Yes, I understand you work in a reception hall. It sometimes can be like a free pour. It's not calculated. But that client, I get it. You're coming for a wedding. You're not charging them for that drink. But chances are you come and see me two times and you're like Jack Coke, Jack Coke. It could be a crowd. And I see you passing by and I'll just be like, and the guy didn't say anything. Yeah. And I had that Coke. And it's like, oh, shit. He remembered. Like, you know, like it's just that that attention to mm. detail, like you said. That rem- Like you show that you care. You're not just there on a Saturday night, like uh, just to make that money. Right. Like, that's when you know you love your job. And that day that you stop doing that, it means like you're not, you're not the right. You, you've done what you have to do. Now you want to move on to it. Like you don't like that, that job anymore, yeah, exactly. whatever you're doing. So if you take it to heart, I feel like a job shouldn't be like, for example, you. You shouldn't be like waking up every morning. Oh, I gotta have a client now. I have, uh, I have to do this class. The minute you start doing that, that means like this is not for you anymore. Yes, I feel yes, like I really, yes, I'm a big yes, believer yes. in that. And if you, very, you're a very gut feeling type of yeah, guy. You know? yeah, I've yeah, always yeah, felt exactly. that with you. That's something exactly. that I think we we both have. You know, is that we have we're very gut feelings. We follow our guts. You know, yeah. but I will add to that that sometimes it can be just that you're tired. You know, yeah, it happens. It yeah, happens. You know, agree. like I I've noticed this because I work a lot. I work 60, 70 hours week weeks here, and what happens is that when it comes to a certain period of summer, my body's starting to let me know like, hey, you need vacation. Yeah, you know, and I start. Feeling, you know, less interested, uh, less motivated. But it's not because I don't love my job, because I really do love my job. It's just more of like, it's my, my body, my soul telling me, you need to step back. Yeah. You know? No, but I, I totally agree with that. But it's also the fact of like, you know, when people say, oh, I don't feel like going to the gym. Yeah. But getting there is halfway. Yeah. You're, but once you're there. 8% done. Then, then, then you're, yeah. you're good. Same thing if you come, let's say you're coming in and you're like, oh, I'm tired, you know, there. And all it could take is that just that one person that walks in and says, hey, what's up, Brian? How's it yeah, going? Exactly. I, I'm happy to be here. Like, exactly. Just their, their energy will just lift you up. Yeah, After exactly. you're like, you know what? You'll, you'll forget that you were tired. You'll forget that you, you didn't feel like coming into work. And then they'll just boost you up. And then you, they'll have a great class. And you'll have an even better time teaching them and have, giving them that. You're uh, so right. And it's happened to me a lot of times where I didn't necessarily want to come in. I would get in and I would, have, I would see one of my clients. Hey, Brian. Like, big smile and stuff. And you're like... Okay. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm exactly. where I need to be, you know? That's sure. that caffeine. They just gave you the natural yeah, caffeine. The natural boost, exactly. Um, talking again about food, what is the one ingredient? I know, okay, you can give me multiple, but at least <laughs> one, one top ingredient that you can never leave out of any dish. Don't say love again. <laughs> no, just only, you can only use it once. Uh, I would <laughs> think salt. 
Salt. Yeah. Wow. I thought you were going to say garlic. Olive no, oil. because you can't have always garlic in everything. Like, yes. depending what you're making. Uh, yeah, but my my three favorites would be probably like garlic, olive oil, uh, salt, pepper. I, those you need. It's like you could build a, a recipe with anything like that. But I think salt would uh, help you with it. Because even if, let's say, you're baking cookies, there's always you always need a little... I'm not a baker, but I know that, like, for example, when I make my jam... From scratch, you always need just, not a lot, just a little pinch, pinch of that salt to balance everything yes, out. So I feel 100%. like that salt, yes, some people are like, oh, I can't have too much of it. But I'm not saying salt, like crazy yeah, salt. Yeah. Just, it's that little ingredient that goes a long way. Mm. I feel like salt is the one. Is there a type of salt that you would recommend? Uh, I like uh, Himalayan, the pink salt. I like to grind the salt. I don't mm. like. I don't use the same salt, like the one I flavor my pasta water. Mm. You always gotta salt that water. I don't use that salt to to flavor a lot of like a, a dish. It's if I make a salad, I won't use that salt for that salt. I like the the to grind to crunch my salt. I like that one. Uh, yeah, kosher salt too works. Uh, I just just to feel like you know driving a manual car. I, I don't drive manual, but I always yeah, hear people say, you got to feel that car, you yeah, feel yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, Same yeah, thing yeah. with the salt and pepper. Ah, I like to, like, I like I like to the, you know, crunch my pepper, crunch my salt. I like, like, you know, the nutmeg. I like to zest it. Uh, just that little touch. I feel like you're making it your own and you can control the flavor. Mm, makes total sense. Yeah. Total sense. And you do feel more involved when you fucking yeah, crunch that you know salt. I mean? yeah. It's so, so true. That's how I feel about Perfect. it. Perfect. Uh, what tips and tricks can you give a total beginner that never cooked, okay, to cook a good pasta dish? What tips and tricks? What can you, like, what do you have to look at? What's, like, the most important thing? What are the tips and tricks? First off, I love this. Go. Watch one of my videos. It'll help. Ah, <laughs> no, 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 I'm kidding. <laughs> but uh, don't be scared. If there's one tip I can tell you, that, actually, there's two very important tips that I look for in the dish. Well, you can't see this one, but always salt your pasta water, like the sea. Always, it's always got to be salted. I'm not for to put olive oil in your uh, your your pasta well, water. Yeah. Listen, some of you can come at me if you want, but Why like I do that in general. A lot of people say that because it won't make the pasta stick. But if you stir your pasta frequently, Enough, it yeah. won't stick. Uh, and uh, always serve your pasta al dente mm. to the tut, to the crunch, like not well to the crunch. I don't want you to break a tooth, <laughs> but uh, just enough, uh, you know that. You're not gonna. You, you gotta feel that pasta. I can't have my pasta like polenta. It can't be. I mean, you know, you can you can get away with it if you're making a mac and cheese. But a nice pasta, good, uh, you know, to the tooth, uh, al dente. Yeah. That's what it means. So uh, those are my two little things I look for if, uh, if ever somebody makes me a pasta. But I'll never like. Let's say you invite me to your house and you make a pasta. Man, Brian, you suck. No, can't make yeah, pasta. I'll never. Sure. You know what I mean? I'm never gonna be like that. But uh, yeah, those are my two little things that I I look for in so a you pasta. You said al dente and always salt your water. You can tell if someone didn't salt, salt their water. water. Uh, Cause is there a lot of salt being needed? Because yeah, it's gotta be I, like the ocean. But then really? it, what helps you is that you don't gotta salt a lot so much afterwards it, through the dish. Mm. You know what I mean? Uh, that's how I see it. It's my opinion, I guess. But uh, well, you'll kind of know. Some people could fool you by not salting the water, but sometimes you'll just feel it because by salting that water. Pasta water is like gold. Mm. So not only the starch from the pasta is in that water, the salt. Mm. So that's a binder. So that'll help you 
with everything. Right. It'll thin out your sauce. It could thicken your sauce. It's it's just a great tool to have. You know, I'll put it in ice cubes, and sometimes I'll, I'll no, I'm joking. I don't do that. That'd be crazy. But uh, that's uh, that's a thing. I like never get rid of your salt, your pasta water. Like I see some people, they'll empty their their their, their pasta into the sink, and then they, they throw all that goodness. That'll help you. That salt, that salted water, the pasta water will help you in a carbonara. Will help you in a red sauce. Will help you bring a sauce back, a pesto, or bring you back to life. If it's dying or you overcooked it, it'll, it's always. Always better to have enough instead of none. Mm. You understand? So uh, those are my two things. Al dente, salt to your pasta water is uh, is always uh, a key uh, element for that I pasta. I love that. I love that because it's happened to me so many times where, like like you said, right? I pour the water and I keep like a cup. I'm like, I'm That's okay. That's cup. safe. A cup is a safe. It's safe. Yeah, but sometimes if you're making a lot of pasta, it's not enough. Right? It's not enough. And then it's like you you, you put it back, right? You put that water in your pasta, you mix it up, then you're like, fuck, I need more. Yeah. And it's like, I don't have it. That's why I always keep the pasta every time. And it's always pasta into the sauce. Never sauce into the pasta. Oh, I like that. Pasta into the sauce. So even even if you have, let's say, you're putting spaghetti in a pomodoro sauce, when you're grabbing the, the spaghetti, it's leaking some pasta water already. So it's not that bad. So that's your base. You're starting with that. And if you and I always keep my pot on the end of the stove in case I need to do it more. I ladle some in. And once the pasta dish is presented and ready, you always take that last taste before you make the guests try it. You're good. You can get rid of that pasta water. You made it. It's done. The pasta is great. You're, you're good to go. I love that. Pasta into the sauce, not the sauce into the pasta, guys. Remember that, yeah. okay? Um, now that you are a micro-influencer <laughs> or a social influencer, Jesus. okay, what tips and tricks would you give anybody that wants to get a good TikTok started? TikTok account. Start. Do it. Do it. Do it. Don't, okay. don't wait. And what sucks is that I'm, I, I love to give... Uh, advice, but sometimes I don't take my advice. Mm. Like I'll say it on the podcast right now. I've been wanting to start a vlog is two years now, okay. but I'm always like, oh, I don't have the right camera, or I don't have this. Or, I yeah. need a mic. I need a yeah. this. I need a yeah. that. Yeah, for but really, sure. all you need is your cell phone. That's it. Nowadays, it's all you need. And uh, I'm always skeptical, and I'm like, my life is not interesting. But believe it or not, people will watch. People will. People watch. will watch. Just, it's all in the, the sound, the editing, maybe a bit of lighting, but like, just start. Yeah. Don't people are like, oh, I need a $500 camera. I need a, oh, you pay 1400 bucks for your iPhone. Mm. That's the best camera right now. You could use that if you want. So I know I'm giving the advice of like, start, yeah. and I should take my advice, but I think that's the best thing to do. Just, just start. Just do it. Have a feel for it. If you want, if you want to practice, talk always in the mirror, always like, um, do the video, uh, multiple takes. But if you don't start, you'll never know. That's the best advice I can tell you is you want to start a TikTok account, start it. You want to start an Instagram account, start it. Do it tomorrow. Now, as you, as you listen to this, you, this is the sign. I'm telling you. Yeah. Do, it. do it. Just start because you never know what comes and from And don't it. think of like, oh, okay, am I going to make money? Am I going to do this? No, am I going to Because no. then don't look at the end result. The process is the part. The process. Look at the process. I love that. It's not about the destination. It's about man, the... Inspirational right there. Fuck, man. You're oh, killing this guy. I, I, that just came on naturally. Yeah. I'm telling you, he enters full body, but gets more of it like it's, this. It's, it's, it's walking in here. Like, I'm looking at these Portuguese It happens. It happens. Portuguese. No, I speak Portuguese too. It happens. It happens to everyone that comes in here. I understand. It's the pimenta. It's yeah, the pimenta. Um, okay, so... To start, yes. <coughs> However, uh, what would you say to a person, let's say, that they have obligations, let's say they have a family like you, because you are 
You yeah. are, you're a dad, right? Yeah. You have yeah, recently I just became a dad. Nice. Eight congratulations, months. my brother. Congratulations. Uh, what would you say to a person that says, okay, Julian, I want to start, but I have a family. I work 60 hours a week, this, that. What would you say to that person to, what would you say to that person to be basically like, hey, you know, stop cutting the shit and just do it? Like, what, would, what advice would you give that person to venture out and actually follow their passion? Basically is if you want it enough to do it, you'll just do it. Yeah. But you got to find the time. The way you find that time to just sit down and watch TV and you're like, oh, I don't uh, Once you make a, a plan or, or else you could write it down. I did a lot of writing before mm. I did all this. I would write in a journal, write it out, write my feelings, uh, just throw it out into the universe. But there's always time. The only thing that sucks is that it's consistency. Yes. Just like a diet, just like a workout, you got to be consistent. You got to be consistent. And that's the hard part. The hardest part is not starting, I find. It's being consistent. Yeah. Because then it could take a toll on you and be like, ah, oh, because then you'll overthink a lot. Like, yes. I'm not going to lie, I'll overthink a lot of my videos. Like, oh, is it the right time to post it? I already posted a reel. Should I post it on TikTok? Post it on that. So it just, it just, it gets, it's going to be a lot. But uh, starting, number one, and consistency, and just make time. And you don't got to go crazy. So what I'm saying is that let's say this week you had no time to post. But it's happened to me that I'm like, you know what? I made a dish and I didn't have time to post it. Let me just take a picture of it. I took a picture and it's in my bank of content now. Mm. So let's say there's a Tuesday and I'm like, oh, oh man, it's Taco Tuesday. I had tacos on Saturday. Yeah. It's not Tuesday. I didn't have it on a Tuesday, but I'm like, this fits today's content. That's it. So I'll just post it. You know, uh, one key element is never waste your food, though. I forgot to say that before. Never waste. Always find the use of it. But uh, I'm, I'm going in circles here. Sorry. It's okay. So it's okay. the consistency, the finding the time, and if you want, like, always put some content in the bank. All the time. Mm. All the time. Just have some something ready. Uh, yeah, that's how I would say. Uh, you know, it's funny that you're saying about that because one of the reasons why I got into fitness um, is because when I was a young kid, I started training when I was 15, 16. And I remember at a young age uh, seeing, okay, so when you start training, it's like anything else, right? Like when you start cooking, you're always, you, you know, you, look, you don't look as good as you want to, right? Yeah. But that consistency, that constant effort <clears throat> after weeks, months, and years, and then people start complimenting you, like you and your videos, right? Hey, man, I saw that passage that you did. Hey, man, that thing. Hey, man, that thing. Well, that's what happened with me. But I started at 15. It started happening at 16, 17. People started giving compliments and stuff. And then, like, you're writing off that consistency. But people don't see all the hours exactly. put behind. Exactly. All the thinking, all the doing, all the pursuing. Oh. You know, all these things that sometimes I think people take that for granted. I think it's very important that if you set yourself, you know, let's say if you want to be a... TikToker, uh, cook on TikTok, right? Who have your own channel on TikTok. Well, let's say you want to make it about food. So like giving you like a challenge, challenge yourself to be like, okay, I'm posting three times this week. Yeah. If it's three, it's three. If it's two, it's two. If it's one, it's one. But make it consistent, you know? I totally agree. I tried to do that on Thursday. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to make it a pasta Thursday. Just yeah. only on Thursday. But then I didn't, I just didn't want to, like I said before, I just didn't want to be known as a pasta guy. So yeah. sometimes it would happen that I'd post other dishes, but it does get hard. I'm not going to lie. It's a, it's pleasing everyone because then after people are like, oh, but just post it. But they don't understand. Like, they just think you're talking on a phone or yes, in front of a exactly. camera. There's like, <clears throat> it's got to be presentable. At the beginning, for sure, there's going to be like mistakes, uh, the lighting, the yeah, angle. As you can sure. see, my, my videos are not the same from when I started to for now. Sure. Yeah. And sometimes I don't have always somebody videotaping me. You know, my wife used to videotape me before. Now we have a kid. Now I can't, I can't just tell her, hey. 
can you videotape me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And who's going to feed your son? You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. Like, so it takes, it takes a toll on uh, the relationship too sometimes. But listen, you, we work through it and it's not a must. It's not a, listen, I'm not obliged to do, but it's just always something I like to do. And, uh, you know, inspiring people is what I love to do. So mm. like the way you, you like to help them at the gym. I like to like, you know, some people, the, the other one make, oh, this is how I want to make my chicken. Or this, and like, oh man, oh, Julian, I, he made it this way. That's, that's super cool. Yeah, maybe exactly. it's faster or maybe it's, so the, I like just to like put like, Real ideas, mm. not something that like, eh, I don't have this spice. I gotta go get it here. I gotta go get that there. You have it at home. I just make it that simple. So yeah. uh, you know, it's it's not easy, but uh, you get through it. I like something you said before about uh, you know when you, you you would go somewhere, you would take a photo of a recipe and be like, I'm gonna do that next. You know, just having those mental blocks on your phone or just yeah. mentally of taking those pictures sometimes and saying to yourself, you know, sometimes when you're out of inspiration, sometimes you're like, oh my god, I have to create this. Oh my god, I have to do this after that. I have to come up <laughs> with a new recipe. And then it's like sometimes it's like, no man, you look at a video. They screenshot it or, you know, save the video, you know, look at it, see how you can make it different, you know, make it your way and also being true to your values. Like exactly. you were saying, you know, like my video started like this. Now they're like this. Now you set yourself a standard. Exactly. That's your standard now. Now you don't want to go back to that standard. People sometimes they don't understand that. However, I will say that sometimes you just got to fucking post it. Sometimes. Yeah, but sometimes you got to be raw too. Yeah, like sometimes you have to be It's got to be real. It's got to be not, you know, I'm trying to do as much as real and realistic and like, you know, sometimes I'll be, I'll be seeing something in a video I'm like, ah, I can't say that. Ah, it yeah. didn't work out that way or it's not funny. Maybe people won't laugh at it. But you know what? Maybe, maybe 20 people won't laugh But you got that one person that's going to like it and they'll share it. Or yes, exactly. Because it's how I feel. Or, you know, I'm that funny guy sometimes. Right, I don't want, right, 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 I don't want sure. people to take my stuff too seriously. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't want to just show you that I can cook. I'm a yeah, pretty yeah, good yeah, funny yeah. guy. Uh, also, I don't like to be called chef. As you chef. guys can see, very entertaining. Please don't ever call me chef. I don't like being called chef. That's, a, that's like a standard. You got to be up there to be a chef. I'm a cook. You gotta go. It's like you got to go into your rankings. A yes, bit. You know, yes, you got to exactly. be. So sometimes, like, oh, chef, chef. I get... I get I stay humbled about it, but I, I, I won't tell you. Be like, what is the difference? Between, okay, what is the difference for, in your opinion between somebody that's really good at home, so you would call him a good cook? Yeah, I'm a home or cook. a chef. No, I'm. What's I, the difference? What's the difference? A chef, I know if you've watched some videos or some movies, uh, you know the the whole thing of saying, uh, yeah, chef. Yeah, I'm not saying you have to go to school, but you have to have had like some 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 hours under your belt. Yes. You know what Working I mean? in a professional environment. Exactly. Yeah, you know, some restaurants, uh, you're, you're up there, you're, 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 you're taking care of like, you know, I have never worked, I've, I've worked in the restaurant industry, but never as a cook. Waiter, busboy, coat check, bartender, I'll help a bit of prep in the kitchen, but never as a line cook. I, I don't have the experience. Honestly, I, I would love to try it. I would love to be like, uh, you know what, but I don't know. Those one-day cooks. <laughs> food costs and all this. I, I'm, I, you know, you got a lot of resp responsibility yes, as a chef. Yes, 100%. Like, I would love to do just a day, like, you just go to a restaurant and be like, listen, you need a, you need a line cook? I like to try it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? I don't mind doing that. But uh, th that's the difference. The difference I'm saying is that more, I'm more of a, like, you're, I don't, like, that was a lot of the hate that I was getting, too. Like, you know, it's not all... It's not all daisies on the internet, yeah. you know what I mean? Like some people, ah, you don't even cook, you never went to school, how do you know to do this, uh, you know? Yeah, a lot of haters, a lot of haters. But you know what I mean? Not everybody could like you, but yes. you know, I, I, don't, I don't mind it, but sometimes it does get to you. Yeah. Then after you say, I never went to school, fuck, maybe I don't know what I'm saying, you yeah. know what I mean? I, I just make it work, you know what I mean? I just make it work and make it look as, as realistic as possible for that next person that probably doesn't know what to do or doesn't know how to do it or is like, fuck, I need to watch something that I, maybe somebody that, I want to be realistic 
relatable. Mm. Relatable to that. I don't want them to be like, oh, I'm Gordon Ramsay or I'm, a, you know, I'm a high, a high-end chef. I'm not, I'm not that guy. Right. So I want to be relatable to that person that like maybe doesn't know how to boil yeah, water, sure. or maybe doesn't know that they could put salt in the water and it'll maybe boil a bit faster. You know what I mean? Or pasta into the sauce and not sauce into the pasta. You know, I just those little. Those little Something. details, yeah. I just want to be that guy that, hey, you know, it worked. Uh, that thing you showed me uh, or I watched your video, that's the biggest compliment that somebody can give Right, me. for sure, for sure, yeah, for yeah. sure. I get it. It humbles me. Like, famous thing, I don't, that scares me. Yeah. Chef, yeah, that, yeah, that yeah, scares yeah, yeah, me. Yeah, I, don't, I, I don't like so that. So the difference, basically speaking, what Julian was saying is that a person that's a chef has some hours professionally under the belt. Exactly. Versus a person that, because it's true, we often look at chefs as <laughs> like, oh, you know, like the last piece of the puzzle when... A lot of very high-end restaurants here in Montreal over the world, the chefs are actually the owners of the restaurants. So that's the best restaurants. If you look at any restaurant that is booming and that, you know, that's been doing business for 30, 40, 50 years, a lot of the times the owner is also the chef. But it's a lifestyle. It's exactly. a lifestyle. You know what I mean? You, you got to be there. You know, yeah. there's always, especially in a the restaurant, there's always somebody probably taking away from the profit. There's always somebody. So you got to be there. So it's consistency. You got to be there. Uh, but in any business, if you could take yourself away from the equation that, and it's running well, that means, one, you, 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 you trained your staff well, you became a family. Because a restaurant business, yes, it, you're going to work, but in the kitchen especially, you become a family. Yeah, you know what exactly. I mean? You have it's to. like your second family. You have to. It's not a regular job. It's not a nine-to-five. When you want that day off, you can't. You don't have those Saturdays off, those yeah. Sundays off, because that's when... Other people that do have nine to five jobs, that's when they're going to eat. Like your day off might be a Monday right. or a Tuesday or right. maybe a Wednesday. But like by lunchtime Wednesday, you got to be there because now all people are like, it's, it's running. It's a restaurant. Yeah, it it's is. hard. It's, it's a hard life. It's not it easy. Is. I, if I had a hat on right now, I'd take my hat off, my cap on for all those people working in a restaurant. It's not easy. And uh, yeah, it's super hard. The lifestyle, the, the environment, the hours. So it takes a toll on someone too. It does, it does. It does take a toll. And if you don't have your mind on right, it can be very problematic because when they start feeling pressure, uh, well, they're going to start, you know, looking for other ways of, you know, exactly. getting rid of that pressure, which can lead to other bad things. Exactly. Right? Um, all right. So seeing that you are the pasta king, I want you to give me a perfect pasta dish for every scenario. Are all you right. ready for this? Let's go. Okay. <laughs> First date. Am I cooking it or going to eat it at a restaurant? You're teaching us how to cook this dish. Okay. Okay. So first date. You want to press the girl of your dreams. She's coming over. Okay. What, what dish do I do? What so, pasta dish? What sucks is that I might have two for this one. Okay. But I'm going to explain to you why. Perfect. That's what I want. So the first dish would probably be alia olio. Okay, simple. Now people are like, oh, but this garlic is the first dish. Yes, I understand. <laughs> but if you're cooking this for that special someone and you're showing them that could, you could make a masterpiece with three ingredients, says a lot about you. Yeah. Keep it simple. Yeah. You know, there's flavor. Uh, yeah, that garlic, at least you're both going to have the dish. So yeah, you could yeah. also have the kiss. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> if you want to be, if you want to, if you're, if you want to just go a little bit higher, I would say carbonara. Carbonara. Because you're going to show them how you're rendering the fat from the guanciale and you're using guanciale and not, let's say, bacon. You can use the bacon, but if you really want to show yeah. the real dish, you have that beef cheek, you're showing that how you make the, the egg not become scrambled and you're making carbonara without cream. Please don't put cream no, in your carbonara. Yes, yes, yes. It's a sin when I see that. That's how I judge a restaurant. 
If I see them have cream in there, I, 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 one, they're not authentic. Two, the passion is not there. Uh, those are my two dishes for uh, first date. There's different ways of impressing. And if you watch the movie The Chef with uh, John Favreau, uh, he uh, makes that dish and it's simple parsley, garlic, olive oil, chili flakes, and there you go, masterpiece. There you uh, go. One of my favorites too. Perfect. Second scenario, birthday party. Rosé. Rosé. Rosé pasta or that Romanoff, you know, the mm. pizza, uh, pizza, pasta, pasta vodka. Uh, the I feel like that's a good party dish, and everybody likes to yell out rosé. So uh, yeah, know, if yeah, it's not yeah. in the champagne, or if it's not in the wine, you know what I mean. You do a theme. You have rosé wine. You have rosé pasta. Everybody will talk about it. I feel like that's a good uh, good uh, dish for that. Okay, perfect. Now, third thing, you're hosting. You're inviting friends over. What do I what do I make them? Uh, a pasta dish. You're inviting friends over. Um, I would go with a with a. With a a classic pomodoro or a meat sauce? Okay, meat sauce. Meat okay. sauce, meat sauce. Yeah. Why the meat sauce? Because it just makes people feel like they're home? Yeah, it's comforting. Yes, exactly. It's very comforting. You're welcoming. Uh, it's uh, you showing them that you're not looking at calories maybe. or uh, it's just You're comforting them. So mm. it's a comforting dish. Uh, even though a lot of people say pasta is always comforting, there's certain dishes that's more comforting than others. For sure, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I would say a nice little uh, bolognese, a nice little meat sauce, uh, ragu goes a long way. Just if they're if they're if they're vegetarian, you make a pasta alla norma, which is the same thing, but instead of meat sauce, uh, you're using eggplant. Oh, you cut in small pieces. Yeah, it, like you could, I, I did a video on it different ways. I did the eggplant three ways. And or you could also grate the eggplant, so it looks mm. like that little stringy meat sauce. There, um, many ways of doing it. The norma is from the south of uh, from Italy, if I'm not mistaken, my pl- in Sicily. Uh, that's a good dish. Uh, I like that. Uh, that. The attention to detail is the cheese that you're going to use. It would be a ricotta salata, very salty uh, uh, ricotta. So it's not creamy. It's a block, and you just grate it on top. It's a good. Uh, touch uh, to that dish my god guys you're getting all the insights <laughs> i'm drooling over the old jesus <laughs> he's talking about this and i'm like <laughs> okay perfect uh mr julian who is your inspiration role model in life and why i'm gonna be a bit cheesy on this Go. and uh talk about I'll... cheese <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Pun. no pun intended i'm a bit i'm very pun i love i'm puntastic i like puns <laughs> Uh, so I'm gonna be cheesy on this, and like I don't, I know people will probably say this, but it's gonna be my parents. Mm-hmm. But for two reasons: the reason why my dad and why my mom. My mom, because she'll turn anything into a, a rest, like a meal. So like you could open the fridge, and like even if there's nothing in there, I don't know how she does it. She'll make a dish. And my dad, the reason why my dad is my role model is because, I don't want to start crying, I'm very emotional, Pisces right now, <laughs> uh, is that uh, there was one thing he told me when I was growing up and it just stuck to me and it's just, because he was very like, there's no, you know, a lot of Italians or Europeans like, oh, you got to do this, you got to be a lawyer, you got to be, yeah, you got to make the money, I tried, did all this, for, but he just told me, I did better than my father, now I want to see you do better than me. Mm. Just that line would make me tattoo it on myself. That's mm-hmm. how good it is. Uh, it's just, uh, it's just, it's just that quote makes me makes him my hero. Yeah. So like he's always bettering, always always better your next move. You know what I'm trying to say? Nah, just better, be better tomorrow than you were today. You know what I mean? Don't 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 just be the same thing. Don't don't come tomorrow and be like, oh, don't be that same guy. Wow, better beautiful. yourself. So. Yeah. 
he said that and that just stuck to me. And I think I was like in grade six when he told me because it was at that time when you wanted to pick, uh, no, not grade six, sorry, high school when you wanted to pick the college and what, what field you wanted to go into. So I think uh, that stuck to me. He told me that in the car and like, I, if I close my eyes, I see him saying it to me. Oh, like, so that's nice. that. Uh, so that's why my parents are my, my heroes, my role models. Uh, I just always want to make them proud. So Very beautiful. Yeah. It's, it's, fun, it's funny that, you know, you're so right and your dad hit it on the nail where it's like, we often want to be greater than great, you know, be the next Alexander the Great, be the next uh, Wayne Gretzky, be the next uh, whatever, yeah. you know. And sometimes it's like, no, just be better than what you were yesterday. Yeah. If you ate, uh, I don't know, a full chocolate bar yesterday, well, don't even talk about tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. Do, eat do a food instead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you train three times last week, that's how I always tell my clients, you know, especially when they start here at the gym, they... They always, you know, they, some of them, not all of them, but most of them, when they start, they get excited. So they try training here four or five times a week. And I tell them, relax. Yeah. Like, just trust make it process. a habit. Trust the process. Like, you don't have to come here five times a week. Come three, but make three the habit. and Make, make them three. count. Yes, exactly. Make them count. Come here, have energy. Make it fun. Because a lot of times when we want to get better, we make so, put so much pressure on ourselves to become exactly. like, excellent. You know, when it doesn't... We're our biggest critic. Yes. 100%. Trust me, I'm... Uh, like I'll, I'll turn someone that compliments me or gives me a compliment. I'm like, yeah, but I know, but I should have done this. Yeah. Like, they're like, yo, just take the compliment. Just take the compliment. Just take it. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? But don't up, look man. at the negative part. You know, the yeah. glass is always half full. But sometimes the glass, you're like, ah, it's, even though it's full, you're like, it's still empty for me. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it just yeah. means you have that attention to detail and you're very picky. I nitpick a lot. Like I'm my biggest critic and I'll be like, I'll be the first one to put me down. If I am, yeah. I just want it to be perfect. I look at the, I'm, I'm a perfectionist sometimes, when I, especially if it's something about me or I got to make something. Or I, I'm like, it could be the littlest thing. Like, ah, oh, the potatoes are not cooked enough, you know, but you won't know, but I'll know. And I'm like, ah, you uh, won't yeah, like it. Yeah, yeah, and then they'll be like, oh my God, the potatoes are awesome. I'm like, yeah, they weren't, they were they cooked well. Yeah. Like, yeah, I just had, the, you know what I mean? Or the, it never rarely happens with the pasta, but I'm saying anything else that I'll make, I'll just be like, no, but it's actually happened that I'll yeah. undercook a pasta. Yeah, you know what I mean? It, it happens, but like, don't let that one flaw define you. No, you know I mean? exactly. Where don't am let I coming that... out with all these clothes? My God. Oh my God. <laughs> it's just, it it's just coming out. I don't know, I know what it is. The environment's coming in here. Man. Oh. Yeah, the whole body, it just brings it out of me. Wow. Wow, that's amazing, man. Very, Jesus. very well said. No, exactly that, you know. It's just, you know, be, you know, be better than what you were yesterday. And, you know, like, trust the process and don't be so hard on yourself. Because I see so many people with a lot of potential, but they don't, the self-belief is not there. And when you don't have the self-belief, yeah. it's like you don't have the wind in your sails, right? Yeah. You can have the best boat in the world, but if the, there's no wind pushing your sails, you're not going to go very far with oh, the exactly. boat, right? Same thing for a Ferrari. You can have a Ferrari in your, in your garage, but if you're not putting in supreme gas, you're not putting top exactly. gas, it's not going to move from the garage. Exactly. So it's a bit of that same principle. You have to believe that self-belief is going to be pushing you. Because there are times, even for myself, especially when COVID hit and stuff, where there's a lot of self-doubt. You ask yourself, am I good enough? Am I doing what I'm supposed to do? Am I on my purpose? Blah, blah, blah. That's it. There's a lot of self-doubt. But it's important to push on exactly. and to, you know, and push forward. Himself. Always, always, yeah. always. Never look Perfect. back. Perfect. Uh, Julian, last question, bonus question. If you were a wrestler oh, man. and you were coming out of the ring, what would be your coming out song? Uh, my entrance song would probably be the Tarandella. Tarandella. Yeah, because okay. I want, when I come out, my, my niche is going to be that towel. And when I come out, I want everybody to have that white towel in yes. the air, like at a wedding. 
I had a couple, you know. Uh, I don't know why I'm choosing that Italian song. It's probably that old school in me. Because you had that old school in you. Yeah, like or, uh, I would put like, hey, Gumba. Yeah, 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 yeah. That one, that one. Uh, yeah, those are the two main ones that I would like to have. Uh, I'll make you listen to it after we film this if you perfect, want. Perfect, it really perfect. fits my, uh, my, my persona, I find. But uh, yeah, that's it. Perfect. Uh, guys, uh, we're, almost at the half, at, we're almost ending this podcast. But before we end it, I just want to say a quick few words on Julian. Julian, I've known him now for almost a year. Every time I see him at his store, I'm just super content of seeing him. He's always a very positive vibe. He always reinforces some ideas I may have or maybe some self-doubts. We talk about business a lot and he's like, no, push forward. I like what you're doing. I like this. I saw your video. Always gives me a lot of positive feedback. I try to do the same with his stuff. Um, Always, you know, always a positive character, always a genuine, he's real. He's not fake. He is what he is, what you hear on the podcast, what you see in video, him moving his hands. He's like that on a daily basis and he's authentic and it's rare to find such authentic Jeez. people in the world today. And, uh, and that's it. Thank you so much, Julian. It was a pleasure. It was a pleasure. For this amazing podcast. Thank you. Guys, if you want to get into shape, Full Body Athletics is the place to be. Over 35 classes a week, okay? We got weigh-ins, photos every month, diet plans. It's a full body, so it's a group, semi-private group service, okay? But it's individualized, meaning that every person's on their own journey and everybody gets supervised as if they're here alone. So, thank you so much, Julian. Merci beaucoup. Merci. Guys, Grazie. take care. One, two, three.